the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon on a busy, beautiful day out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, answering a question off the air. And he's uh, brought a little doggy along, and uh, Millburgers is jumping today. I know it. And you got on your shorts? I got on my short shorts. Shirt. Yeah. I, I would wonder if you were going to get the fan out. <laughs> I was. I thought about getting the fan out. Here, I should turn this one on here. Hang on. Let's see if I can... Uh, if I can do that without, there we go. There you go. That'll get the breeze. But yeah, it's busy out here today. The uh, gardening hormones are kicking in because everybody's running around. David Rodriguez is speaking today. The blood drive. David's finishing up, but the blood drive's going to go on until one thirty. And Charles just uh, texted me and said there's no wine. So uh, if you're hearing my voice in the nursery and you want to give blood, then come on out. Get right there, and you won't have to wait in line. You just go right in. and uh, But that indicates to me that uh, they brought a bigger vehicle this time, and uh, they probably have more folks because last time was so crowded. So if uh, they're not crowded now, then uh, that means they're doing a great job of moving people through. So uh, just come on out and uh, donate blood. And uh, you'll get a $10 gift certificate for going through the process. And that's for Millburgers. And then um, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. All right, we got a question Homemade right off the cookies? Uh, no, Calvin. I was hoping you weren't listening. I think just, just good snacks. Oh, but I told you the last time I gave blood that the, yeah, they, that the attendant in there she remembered the old, the old days with the homemade cookies too. So, <laughs> so we were, we had a good conversation about the good old days, you know. Hey, Kathy's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Kathy, you enjoying this day? I am. I'm actually I'm out shopping around. I'm looking for a mutabilis rose. Uh, do they have any up there, Calvin? Jerry, are you there? Yeah, yeah. they should. What is it? Metabolus. Metabolus. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, I think Trace yeah. brought a bunch of um, antiques and stuff in. So, and he was and talking about the rest. Is his okay. favorite. Yeah, so I'm I'm guessing how, we do. How much is? Do you know about how well, much um, that, they that are? part? Don't know that, but when uh, Trace Trace will come up yeah. here a little while. Well, it's pretty busy, but we expect him to be here, and we can a- ask. Yeah, him we'll ask question. him. And in the meantime, if you want to call the nursery, two one zero four nine seven thirty seven sixty, they'll tell you to. All right. So, how are you guys all doing? 
We're okay. doing okay. How you well, doing? The, and your that's I'm a doing good choice because uh, the butterfly rolls is why do you why do you like me up a storm right now? Why do you like the metabolis? I've always liked it. I like it uh, because of the you know it's got the three different colors it turns, so you can have three different colors on it at one time. So, and it's a really fast grower as well. So, yeah. I've always and liked but, it. Um, just after I moved, I you know lost mine, so I need to get a couple of them to get out my landscape. It's time to start doing that. They only uh, bloom about nine months out of the year, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's good enough. Other one. <laughs> yeah, they're wonderful. If you, uh, especially yeah. if you got a lot of space to fill in full sun. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of space. I got four acres of space to fill in, and wow. so I thought a really nice one would look really good out where. Yeah, that um, would I take at least tree that split. Yeah. That'll and, take uh, at least like, three or four of those metabolists to fill that four yeah, acres. Yeah, well, one exactly. for each acre. Yeah, they're big. <laughs> they're wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time finding vinca, and Jennifer said it's because right now they're too early. You know, it's, it was just so cold. Yeah, too early still. Yeah, it's too early. So, what is it? Yeah, so vinca. I'm, Oh, thank you. Yeah, too early. For well, I want to get in some annuals, and I'm not going to waste my time planting a bunch of petunias because, you know, once we start getting hot, which today's a good example, um, wow. you know, we're going to heat up quick. So I don't yeah, want to have now, to plant petunia yeah. and then turn right around and replant. So yeah. Yeah. I need some but color. The Petunia Club is going to be after you. you yeah. Waste, talking about wasting <laughs> your time planting the petunias. <laughs> Well, I love my petunias. I had one that um, I had a lower bush that kept receding and just getting huge. But then, for some reason, um, it did not come back last year at all. Well, at well, all. when did you when did so you start? I don't know what happened. Uh, Bad mouth and petunias. Maybe that was a cause. <laughs> I think it was no. after that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, wait a minute. Where are you? And I was out there looking around for seedlings. I didn't see nothing. I was like. Well, what the hell? Unless maybe the birds ate all the seeds. I don't know. But um, oh. that or I, I have no idea. So well, it, I don't, think, I don't think they're – actually, mine have not started re-seasoning, re-seeding, I mean, regrowing for the season, the Laura Bush. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Proud well, this, of you. this was last year. This was last year. And oh. I'd even, um, I had even taken some of it and, you know, saved it. You know, I put it on a tarp and everything, let it, you know, some of the seeds fall out because, I mean, there was a lot. And um, I threw those out there, and I thought, well, at least this is a controlled reseeding and nothing. There you go. So I don't know what happened. Good way to do it. I was trying to think of the... uh, Maybe we just got too cold, and the ice. a couple of times we got ice, it could have just froze the seeds. No, no. No? I'm I'm betting they're still going to come up. They're just they're just putting okay. you through the paces because uh, you know you your lack of faith. My, my, like, uh, <laughs> my attitude. <laughs> I was trying yeah, to think of the. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a variety that I that I like. It's got the big the big blooms and they're they're blooming up a storm now too. It's pretty drought tolerant too. Yeah. Not in the same league as Laura Bush, um, but I can't right my seventy uh, one year old mine is. You talking about petunia? Yeah. A ground of floor type? No, a it's big? yeah, it's but you, you, we, we it got a lot of attention about seven eight years ago, and then it had a problem with a virus or something, and the, so it's a little harder to find it on the market now. But um, it's a great uh, the pink ones are especially good the big flat blooms. 
Kathy, you don't remember what those oh, are okay. called, do you? No, no, but I know which ones you're talking about. Not the yeah. Grandiflora. There was, there was carpet and... Um, they may be the a Grandiflora, Grandiflora, but, they're, uh, but they're, there's, they're, there's special selection there. All right. Yeah. Well, I may break down uh, and, and plant some petunias. You guys talked me into it, so... There you go. <laughs> I need some and color till we till we get our vincas going. Yeah, and this segment was of course sponsored by the Petunia Association of America. We the petunias <laughs> now <laughs> plant them now. Enjoy okay. that. And they're on sale. Oh, okay. oh, they are. Okay, they're on sale. I know you can't resist that. Okay. Well, oh no, I can't resist the sale. So uh. I need to get some petunias, and I'll I'll uh, get out there and get a metabolist rose. Well, come by and say hi. Thanks, Kath. Okay, we sure will. All right, you guys have a good day. Bye-bye. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Summer is on the line. Hi there, Summer. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm well. Um, I have three really quick questions. How do you stop squash vine borers? You don't stop them. You kind of... Well, uh, what I recommend with people with squash is uh, because there, there's really nothing that you can put on there to prevent them. And some years they're worse than others. Uh, some seasons they're worse than others. So what what I usually recommend for people to do is to go ahead and uh, make uh, two uh, succession planting. In other words, plant them every couple of weeks, uh, plant a new uh, section. So that uh, you get a couple of harvests before the uh, squash vine borer kills the plant. And I, I always say, uh, and I've, I've given some of this advice before, but uh, no, no, tatumas, tatumas, try, try <laughs> tatumas. They taste the same, and they are, they don't don't seem to be a, at all as no. The, the stem is flat, uh, yeah, and it's solid. So they they just keep growing all season. They, uh, well, tatuma is my favorite squash. I cook oh. with it a lot okay. in okay. Mexican caldos and stuff. But I have never been able to find tatuma seeds unless the seed packages I'm seeing that say gray zucchini that look no. like a tatuma. Okay, no, that's not I, the same thing. No. I don't know uh, where you, you get think, them. Well, just go on the Internet and put tatuma there's a whole because that's where that's where I bought them, and it takes about two days for them to get there, and they're they're great. Uh, I'm okay. trying to remember. It was a couple of years ago. I thought I gave you some seed. Did I not? You did, and they came up, and um, they didn't produce real well for me. But by the time I got them, it was kind of the end of squash season. Because I got them when I brought in my award-winning patty pan basket. <laughs> oh, the oh yeah, I remember now. I that remember was, that, too. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> they were gorgeous. <laughs> okay, my other quick question is I have a Santa Rosa plum. This is my third year in the ground. It's covered in white blooms the first two years it didn't make any plums but i kind of didn't expect it to but it is branching out less than a foot from the ground and when i put it in i thought well it'll just grow and get taller and i can mow under it it has grown and gotten taller but 
it's still so low I can't mow around it. Do I need to just cut those off? Yes, you can cut those lower branches off all the way back to the trunk. Okay, just big enough to mow under them? Right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, where, where, yeah. I'll, where? Where? Uh, yeah. Let's see. You'd have to have it four feet tall at least. Yeah. So. Well, I, I thought tall, the whole I, tree would grow, but the whole tree is but, slowly growing. But, but it's the tree, still the, thick the, on the, the, the branches don't move up. Yeah. Cut them off. Okay. Okay. And my other quick question is: I have. Um, a Meyer lemon in a pot that blooms magnificently every year, and I only get two or three Meyer lemon. And I've been watching it this year, and I think my problem is I don't have pollinators. I have never seen anything on it to pollinate. Is there a way to pollinate those I can, they're, they're, that I can do? They're self-fruitful. Yeah, my lemon are. You don't have to do anything for them. Oh, then I don't know why I'm not getting more than it's three not or in four the, lemons. It's not in the shade, is it? Uh, until the heat of the day. Oh. It's right up next to the house, and it's probably three o'clock in the afternoon before the sun gets to it. No, it's in too much shade. Yeah, because okay. they're, they're pretty. They're pretty fruitful. Okay. Move it to a sunnier location. Okay. Uh, y'all are great. I enjoy you. Milton, it was good to hear from you. Yay, thank how, you. How are you fertilizing your Meyer lemon? I fertilize it with a blue crystal uh, water-soluble fertilizer similar to Peter's. Okay. It's actually my African violet fertilizer. Okay, go ahead and get uh, some Osmocote Plus. Okay, I've used that Osmocote Plus and and use put a lot of it on there, about four times what's recommended on the label. Oh, copious I amount. Won't burn it. No, copious it, amounts. But the shade is still going to be an issue, isn't it? Right. Well, I right. can move yeah. the pot. I can move the pot. The whole oh, backyard is fragrant with the blossoms, but I don't get many lemons. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. I, I, th- I think that fertility and put it in a, in more sun will help you out. Next okay. year. Next year. Thanks, oh. Summer. You take care. Oh. Okay. If you fertilize, if you fertilize this year, you'll get your results next year. Oh. Okay. Good. Okay. Right, Thank take- you. Yeah. Bye, Summer. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's a busy day here at Millburgers. Give us a call. Be a part of it. Come to the Blood Drive today till 1.30. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Okay, you've been waiting, waiting, waiting to buy your spring tomatoes. Well, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers because you're going to find them in the four and a half inch pot for just a dollar ninety nine. And these are varieties that have been chosen because they do well in this area. For instance, you can get Celebrity 444, Sweet Cherry, Valley Cat, and the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. And more at Millburgers right now, again, in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just $1.99. Every week, people ask us about the Whopper Begonia. When is the Whopper going to be here? We have the Whopper in the four-and-a-half-inch pot, now just two forty-eight or 10 for $20. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on geraniums or petunias. And Blue Plumbago, this Texas superstar, is on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. And how about mountain laurels? You see them blooming around town. Aren't they gorgeous? You'll find them on sale in the five-gallon container for just eighteen eighty-eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. This is Lance Hobbes. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, Cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. UIWI Institute and the Diabetes and Glandular Disease Clinic present the 2018 Easter Egg Stravaganza, Saturday, March 24th at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. Four hunts with different age groups with 20,000 eggs to be found. Also have great door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny. It's the Easter Egg Stravaganza. Sponsored in part by Rainbow Play Systems, Gary Jobcourt, and Thomas J. Henry. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The overriding message from this year's Academy Awards, we've learned our lesson. Responding to the hashtag MeToo movement and reports of erotic exploitation and sexism, presenters and Oscar winners frequently alluded to the scandal and made sanctimonious pledges to crack down on wrongdoers. After complaints in recent years about scant Oscar attention to people of color, numerous black and Hispanic celebrities appeared on stage and Latinos won some of the most important Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Foreign Language film. And after last year's epic snafu with Warren Beatty announcing the wrong Best Picture winner this year, he received the right envelope. Despite such improvements, a long predictable ceremony with no blockbusters in serious contention yielded the worst TV rating in Academy history. Have key lessons really been learned? Time will tell. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Hugh Hewitt isn't on board with the president's plan for tariffs. People were stunned and surprised. Australia and Canada among them. Our allies are very badly hit by this. The Bush administration tried aluminum steel tariffs in 2002, I think. They were bust. They always are. And the one thing it gives you for sure is inflation. Real American jobs are going to be lost because of this. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. 
Hey, and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, uh-huh. South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210 We're back, 8867. You better say something. I did. I'll be cussing David. Don't be cussing David. David, grab the microphone. Y'all talked about how the great the thing Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing this afternoon? <laughs> We're yeah, doing be- great. Beautiful day. A lot of customers here at beautiful Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Uh, we just finished our um, uh, seasonal spring vegetable talk. Uh, we had a little bit over 40-ish uh, attendees. All right. Good for and, you. Uh, it's um, amazing in this crowd, you know, asking them questions, how many of them are uh, San Antonio or Texas transplants. This is, we had a lot in this crowd, so yeah, we used to do this in Nebraska. We used to do this, so kind of, kind of giving them uh, guidelines and cover all the basics of uh, selection, uh, spacing, nutrition, weed management, soil preparation, planting, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think it went uh, uh, pretty well, and Millburgers has a, a fabulous uh, inventory of all the vegetables, especially tomatoes, right now. So oh yeah. They've got a good supply of tomatoes, and uh, they're good-looking plants. And uh, so, uh, I saw a few tycoons And, and they've got uh, tycoon out here. Yeah, I said, y'all yeah, better get tall as tycoons here. Uh, but David, might be the last time, right? Yeah. What did you say, David, in terms of planting? I did a, I did a program this morning, too. And, uh, of course, all the tomatoes that we potted up are growing gang, gangbusters. I was... Yeah, getting a little falling over and everything. I had to, three days ago, I drug them out of the greenhouse to get them a little hardened off. Yeah. But I'm I'm saying, well, the 15th's only a week away, so. Well, the kids uh, today at the Children's Garden, they planted, um, they all, everyone planted tycoon. And then we're doing, um, their second tomato is half um, uh, ruby crush, the, the, the grape tomato mm-hmm. that we really like. And uh, the 968, so we're doing like a comparison. And uh, so they wrap theirs with the insulate, and, and we're kind of late. <laughs> Excuse me, we're kind of late because normally we do the third Saturday of February. Huh. So, uh, but they, we put the large gallons out there, so. Yeah. I'm glad the weather was very cooperative today, to, so they can get. Did y'all, when did y'all plant them? This morning. This morning? Okay. And you, uh, it's hard when the weather's like this. And you got nice tomato plants like you do at Millburgers, and uh, it's hard to, you know, I, I could just see that when I was telling these people, be don't be too rushing, to, don't rush to plant them in there. Yeah, you know, sure. Wait, it's gonna be ninety <laughs> degrees today, McCallum. Sure, uh, and then they, it's like uh, thin, yeah, thin, thin those peaches to every six inches on the. On the. I remember uh, one year when Trace and I were working with Wolf Nurseries years ago. That I think it was one of those uh, winter springs that we had three or four uh, u- unique spread out like this real pretty and uh-huh. cold. <clears throat> people replace their tomatoes three or four times. There day. you go. Mr. Wester was smiling <laughs> from ear to ear, right? Hey, you know what? Uh, we had a, somebody this morning uh, talking about Santa Rosa plums booming up a storm. Uh, both of my plums... Milton, we might get a chance at Morris Plums again. There. Are you serious? I remember how happy you were when we got uh, it. Yeah, we 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 won't give Jerry one unless we got lots of them because uh, <laughs> uh, we've been we, we, my uh, Morris Plum is very uh, reliable once every seven years or so. Uh, seven years, kind of like the apricot. There, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, but when they come in every seven years, they're probably some of the best plums. Oh, there you go. They are good plums. They're good. All right, again, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, David? You got any? I know you're going to be here um, in uh, April 7th, again, doing Turf 101. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah uh, April seventh. Okay. I'll look at my calendar. There. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, Turf One Hundred One. You know, that's uh, a couple weeks out when we normally most of us uh, fertilize the lawn for the springtime. We probably would have wanted to do that a little bit earlier this year because it seems like every other person that has lawn issues is weeds, 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 and then talking about corrorating. And what do you want to do, fertilize the weeds? Or what? Well, no, but to get them ready, you know, how to minimize. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do good turf grass talk April 7th. Hey, right, I'm double-checking. <laughs> Weed-free zone, baby. Weed-free zone, okay. David, let's, you, met, you brought this up. But <laughs> let's you and I mention this, that uh, the Master Gardener class down in uh, South Texas yes. They got st- they still got vacancies, and Jerry's part of the uh, part of the training too. They're going to start their training in April, so call the uh, extension office in Wilson County or Edisco's okay. County, and uh, okay. yeah, and uh, get get yourself a reserve a spot. But this is a unique training because it's four counties, three counties, three counties: Carnes, okay. Edisco,sa Wilson County. Okay, so it's all the area. And it's, there. But yeah. it's the first. Yeah, class. good. So let's get it filled. Yeah. yeah, let's get it filled. That'd be good. And some of those folks that David's got a long waiting list. Uh, some of those folks might find it reasonable to uh, to attend the training down there. Yeah, we turn for our spring intern class. I think we've turned uh, 65, 65 or so applicants away. And it's kind of, oh, that's right. kind of hard to do that. So yeah, you're yeah. right, Calvin. That they might have. And y'all, y'all will, y'all will take them, I guess, if room is there and they're from Bear County, right? Yep. Why not, right? Okay, that's a good suggestion. Yeah, well, let's, uh, maybe we can confer on that a little more. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just let them know that. Yeah, that's a good, uh, well, I'll look into that next week. That would be a good thing as another option. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Cool. All right, well, I got you for the 7th, so got that. Okay, good. Anything else exciting happening? Uh, beer making, chicken raising? Uh, uh, <laughs> beer drinking or beer making? <laughs> no, just making. Uh, no, uh, but, wine uh, making. Do you we, have? We, a... We've updated the um, uh, uh, the blog site for the. So if you do the children's vegetable garden program blog. Oh, okay, cool. They've, they've done a good update on that. So uh, we talk about the the stewards. Uh, we oversee the one at the botanical garden, and that uh, Millburgers helps us uh, as a sponsoring partner there. And uh, so you can go to that all the archives of what the kids do. And maybe use it as a guideline for your own, your own home vegetable garden. So we kind of have a good lineup. So when Peterson is growing the vegetables and we're planting them, then a lot of the nurseries, like Milburgers, has the right plants that the kids are planting. So that's kind of a good guideline to follow, I think. And uh, it kind of gives them a step. And we always play around. You know, if these uh, if these little eight-year-olds can do it, so can Milton. That's it. Now you haven't cha- you haven't changed the address of that blog again, have you? We did. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't tell you. Since uh, when? When did you do it? Last week. So I'll send you the right you link. You can't keep changing those addresses, David. That, was, that wasn't me. Sir. Whose bright idea is that? But we'll, we'll rebuild it. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> we can make it better. We can, we can make re- it better. We can rebuild it. We can make it better. Uh, 2.0, right? Well, that's it. Uh, so you know, and that was, Jerry brought this up a while back, that, that that's a great resource for New uh, new community yeah. gardens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, we had some as guests here, and 
kind of starry-eyed. Uh, Where do they start, yeah, you know? Yeah. They had their Pennsylvania plants <laughs> and, their, and their Idaho plants, but they uh, really didn't well, know how some, to start. Sometimes when we presume, you know, we've been doing things like this for years and years that it's kind of second nature, but we have to remember a lot of these folks. Yeah, I even sit sometimes when we do these Master Gardener interns that this might be the first time that they've ever planted a tomato plant. So a lot of this, we're presuming too much stuff. So right. sometimes you need to kind of give them the step-by-step guidelines. So, yeah. And somebody asked me today at the class, should we press the soil into, you know, in the roots? And I and I, I don't remember how long it's been since anybody even asked that. You call it press. I call it tamp. Tamp. <laughs> Our doctor style foot foot. Yeah. Foot. <laughs> yeah. His stomp. Yeah. But I, I thought, gosh, yes. I mean, if you've been if you've been putting that loose soil in there, you, no wonder you've been having some problems. And uh, so, where was it again? Where was the blog? If you do a uh, 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 web search, the yeah. children's vegetable okay. garden program. Now wait a minute. Can Milton spell vegetable? Oh, that's blog. Right. No. He's an Englishman. No, I know. No, I'm having trouble. He couldn't. He said that. He couldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. Oh, Sorry. that's right. He's UT. Garden program. I'm exhausted. Blog. Okay. There it is. Okay. So it's kind of cool. It's been updated. Nice little story of what they do. And just follow it. And then we have all the old archive uh, of what they've done in the spring and fall seasons. I used to have a link to it on plantanswers.com. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll send it to you, sir. Send uh, me that. Uh, Can you send me that, Milton? Yeah, I'll send it Jerry, to you. I don't just, trust David. They just they, they just continue, you know, A&M. Oh, actually. Yeah. Saws. <laughs> I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm just surprised he, he, he thought I knew what a blog is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the uh, actually, and you can go to children's vegetable garden program dot wordpress dot com too. But, but yeah, just Google the children's, children's vegetable, vegetable garden garden program program blog blog. <laughs> or click here at planetsters.com yeah. this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just go there, and it'll take you right there. Cool. Y'all need to talk to people about changing their yeah, address. Sir. Sorry, sir. That is not a good thing. Well, we changed the name a few times already, so. but no more. No more. That's all good. Uh, now, okay. you better, better be careful now. I, you got to not criticize too much because it, sometimes it comes back to haunt you. It does, right? Yeah. It does. We, 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 because we, you'll you'll change something now. You haven't done it in a long time. Oh, we don't. That's yeah. that's taboo. <laughs> Doctor Lineberger over at A and M. He he would not. Several things he would not do. He would he he would not change a URL or an address. And uh, he didn't delete anything. In other words, you said go in said go in there and delete that column that I wrote. Not do it. He wouldn't do it. And that's coming back to haunt us. Yeah. The, the one about uh, the yeah. uh, Afghan pine is Uh-oh. the yeah. Uh, Calvin <laughs> Finch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it grew for eight years at least. Yeah, it did. It, it was a great. It was a great. Uh-huh. Look at all the gallon tomatoes. I had yeah. noticed those. Yeah. I wonder what varieties he's they got. Have a, they have a nice crowd out here today. So yeah, they really do. It's it's hot. Inventory and everything. Well, there they have. We checked out the tycoons. You said we did. There's a few out there. Okay, good. 
Very few. Last chance forever. <laughs> yeah, it might be, yeah. All right, cool. Anything else, David? Anything no, else? No, we're good. All right, Spring well. is here, and we're having fun. That's Go have right. your nap. Go have my siesta. David Rodriguez, of course, if it grows, if he it, knows. He knows. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> have a good. Is that <laughs> catching on yet? If <laughs> all we know, it has to grow. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come up with that mess or where that? that no, that, on, was, that was on the radio uh, show. So that was who presented that? No, that Liz? was was with, it Liz? Yeah, but oh, it was Liz part of the um, uh. cultivate. What was it called? Oh yeah, cultivate. Yeah, Liz yeah. or uh, it was on the one sheet. So that was your new slogan. There you go. Your new your new tag name. So yeah. she's young, so she can help us mar- mar- market this. Right it was there. in print. Oh, okay. it a, if it grows, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enjoy Thanks. the rest of the day. How did that work out? How did that uh, cultivate? cultivate? It was yeah. at the uh, in, uh, University of Incarnate Word. Yeah, did they have a good uh, crowd? They had about 80 ish people. Okay. Wow. That's yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I think they can get more people. They just, maybe uh, y'all two can be guest speakers next year, too, in the fall. Then they can have 200 people. Right? Oh, yeah, at least. Except, <laughs> except it was right on our... Yeah, I know. There's always right something the, going on. Yeah, There's it was always uh, the same, same, same uh, time as the program. South yeah, Texas so. Home Garden Show. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Enjoy why the don't rest you, of this uh, beautiful day. You come, come speak with us down in the Yeah, South they Texas, wanted so. me to speak on Sunday, Calvin. Is that right. bad? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work into my schedule. I didn't work into my Y'all talk about this software. He, he's a high religi- highly religious yeah. guy. He doesn't Have work a wonderful on day. Yeah, he's in <laughs> love. So. <laughs> Hi, David. All right. Uh-huh. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. What you got there? I was it's just, a newspaper, I, no? I Thank just, you. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading uh, Neil Sperry's deal. He's somebody here. <laughs> Somebody cut out. We, we always talk about how how good hollies are and how uh, bulletproof they are. And uh, somebody somebody cut out a holly, a, a tree. It had a whole uh, fence row of, of hollies, and uh, they planted they and and they cut out the previous owners cut out all the tree all the hollies i don't know why yeah i can't figure that out either but uh and and uh, they they planted new shrubs and covered the soil with landscape cloth and they pushed right through it in other words the sprouts from those mm. uh, hollies in other words they want they want to grow and uh, they use roundup on them roundups you you can you can weed a uh, a tree species, or uh, that's what we used to talk now, don't about. Don't be telling people that. What's that? Because if the minute they do that, they'll have a problem. <laughs> if it's not on the label, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they they proved that even even Roundup didn't kill them. How can we get rid of them? And uh, Neil put a lot of verbiage on there, basically. Uh, he loves them, so why should you get rid of them? Man? Yeah, talk about uh, talked about uh, using the, uh, something to use something in the old stumps. Now, I wonder if our uh, stump vine and grass killer will stump vine and uh, vine cut vine and stump. Cut, yeah, cut, cut vine and stump. Well, I would have certainly expect it to. I've yeah. I haven't found anything that doesn't work on. On trees, small trees. Yeah, like small. That. Yeah, 
We're talking, you know, we're not talking, talking three inches at most. And so uh, he, 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 he recommended uh, uh, drill holes in the old stumps and pour full-strength broadleaf weed killer. He's not, uh, in, he's not into our fill the holes cut vine stump drill. killer, is no. he? Uh, that, that's, uh, but I, I don't think I don't think a fully broadleaf weed killer will do it I, on holly. I wouldn't imagine. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why they, he doesn't recommend the cut vine stump killer remedy type thing. Yeah, because that works. Remedy is so. You know, for years we've been keeping it away from. From desirable plants, but now like we that. got now we've uh, I think last time I checked we had th- three different products in there that use the same active ingredient, uh, the one cut vine stump killer, and then two others that uh, would seems like they would that they'd address that issue for sure. I've had great luck on uh, cutting big ligustrums, big. I mean, I'm talking 35 feet, 40 feet tall, and then. Uh, Treating the stumps, never had to, never had to drill in them. I just, you just cut them, or if you don't do it right away, you just recut the stump with your chainsaw and uh, just put it on there. It seems to work fine. No. Uh, he also had a question about pampas grass. I, I had in my notes to talk about pampas grass for the last couple of weeks, but I haven't. Uh, because the, it it seems that the uh, the cold weather that we had this this winter uh, burnt that burnt the tops of the pampas grass down, and so uh, basically you want to cut cut. Yeah, this this person was concerned because they're having a uh, looks like the original mother clump is dead and new plants are springing up. All of the side. What should I do? When you cut that pampas grass down, back to to the to almost to the ground, back to that main stump, the the center looks dead, and it always sprouts from the from the uh, uh, edges. So don't worry about that. That that's just common with with the pampas grass. It's not dead. It's it's just uh, uh, sending up. Uh, New growth from the from the outside of the of the clump. I but, fo- I found that the easiest way to do it is uh, with the chainsaw, but not everybody's got a chainsaw for that. And it's of course not the best thing for your a sharp <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, it's Tilly. Oh, I have two Westies. Oh, right. All right, cool. Hey, let's. Uh, are we are we at a break? Are we at a break point? Or yeah, you just want you just want to cut those down. Uh, Right now, even if you got new growth coming up on the outside, you've got to get rid of that old dead. Just be careful; they're sharp. And yeah, they're sharp. You want to tie them back, and if if you you'll see when you're using a tray chainsaw, I, I did this my, uh, several years ago. On, uh, several years ago, on uh, on television. And uh, the the branch, uh, Calvin, the part, part Calvin's talking about cutting with a chainsaw is the uh, the innermost part of the of the pampas grass. The outside, in other words, if you if you just 
start a chainsaw and start cutting from the outside. What you want to do is get those loose branches off of there, maybe with shears or something like that, before you use the chainsaw to get the innermost. Uh, yeah, you want to tight. You want to tight. You want as low as you can re- get down there too, because yeah, you don't want the chainsaw will send pieces everywhere. Yeah, right. And uh, and uh, it also gets in the chain. Those those outer yeah. loose branches. I'm not sure chainsaw people will think recommend that, but it sure speeds that process. Oh up. yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let me take a second to talk to you about quality organic products. If you are looking for mulches or soils, if you're looking for compost, if you're looking for flagstone, uh, river rock, if you're looking for uh, products to enhance your yard and make it look nice and you want it to be quality and you want it to be organic, well, then the name is easy to remember, Quality Organic Products. Todd Chisholm and the gang over there will treat you nice. Uh, they got great prices they, because they're, they're, they're kind of the, they sell the wholesaler. They're a wholesaler, so they sell to uh, nurseries and landscapers. That's where they go for, for what they need. But they can also pass on the savings to you uh, and give you a better price. Also, because they hire their own drivers, oftentimes they can deliver the same day. So Quality Organic Products. Yeah, their, their drivers are top notch. Yeah, you had a great experience yeah, with uh, I have every time but the other thing is I think there's still um, there's st- kind of the center to go for uh, aeration top dressing oh okay good good point after yeah last time I talked to Todd I think you mentioned he still had aerators available and you can get the compost in your pickup truck or they'll deliver it yeah all right, so uh, check them out online. You can learn more at qualityorganicproducts.com, or you can give them a call right now. They're open today till 2 o'clock, 210-651-0200, 651-0200. We've seen some folks walking around with quality organic product caps on here at Millburgers today. So lots of folks are going over in there and visiting with Todd and the gang uh, over quality organic products. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, and our phone number is 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Okay, you've been waiting, waiting, waiting to buy your spring tomatoes. Well, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers because you're going to find them in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just $1.99. And these are varieties that have been chosen because they do well in this area. For instance, you can get Celebrity, 444, Sweet Cherry, Valley Cat, and the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright and more at Millburgers right now, again, in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just $1.99. Every week, people ask us about the Whopper Begonia. When is the Whopper going to be here? We have the Whopper in the four and a half inch pot. Now, just two forty eight or ten for twenty dollars. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on geraniums or petunias and blue plumbago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty eight. And how about mountain laurels? You see them blooming around town, aren't they gorgeous? You'll find them on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen. 16- 104 on Boulevardy Road. 
everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune in to Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands, then at night gather together with you, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit 930amtheanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. That's 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. Dennis Prager believes in another type of bank account. I mean, I know the role that I play in a lot of people's lives, and I think about that. Have I disappointed people? You know, when I came out against Donald Trump during the primaries, people were very disappointed. That's why I'm a big believer in the moral bank account theory I have. Now, we make deposits when we do good things, and we make withdrawals when we make what are mistakes or perceived as mistakes. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're going to start taking your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Greg is on the line. Got a question about weeds. Greg, what's going on today? Oh, I'm out here working in the garden. And okay. Weed control. I'm having a... Uh, now it seems like the Bermuda grass is starting to pick up here, but I've got an invasion of, uh, it looks like a clover, and then also of, uh, I think you call it nut grass. And I need to know what to do. Also, when should I fertilize? And, okay, what are we, ta- what kind of what are we talking about? Are we talking about lawn? Or garden? Uh, or what? For fertilizing? Well, the, the lawn... I have also hey. a very modest uh, flower garden. Yeah, the the lawn, we want to wait until you mow real grass twice. Uh, I mow, My uh, rescue grass really looks good, but it's basically a winter weed. Uh, that, that might be April 15th, so wait on the lawn fertilization. And uh, But, I, okay. you're, you know, if your vegetable garden, if you're going to plant your tomatoes and and some of that stuff, uh, you can go ahead and fertilize. And the way, what, you, you said you had nut, nut sedge already? Nut, nut grass, and then yeah. what looks like a type of clover that's cropping up. Yeah. Uh, there's, is, it got, is it kind of coarse and got yellow, small yellow flowers? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, is it in the lawn? Is it in the lawn? It's in the lawn, yes. Okay. That that might, well, I don't see any exhalus, exhalus right. But there is that, uh, uh, that coarse, that coarse clover, and I can't remember what the name of it is, that's growing not as much in the lawn as in the edge and in the, in the gardens. That broad, that broadleaf killer uh, will work for that. Uh, you got you, and the uh, what is the name of that, Jerry? Weed free zone. There you go. Thank you, Milton. Weed free zone. That's is, what we keep you around. Is, Thank uh, you. Whew. If you spray that, you spray <laughs> that kind of spot sprays. Uh, that works well for all those bro- the broadleaves. And, and won't hurt your grass either. Yeah. The nuts hedge, well, I don't think it'll okay. face the nuts hedge. No, it won't. Uh, and there you would have to use one of the image products. That's a, that's a little early for nuts hedge. I was a little surprised. I haven't seen it yet. But the Bermuda, you're right, the Bermuda is starting to grow around the edge. Uh, the hot, okay. you know, sure. by the asphalt and by the, the raised bed gardens. Yes. Should I take and cut the, the lawn down as close as I possibly can, just chop it and pick up all of the clippings? Nah, you don't have to do that. For uh, what? For if, if you if you're applying the weed killer, you a uh, weed-free zone, the weed killer. Uh, you want to leave the grass uh, high to do that. Yeah, the foliage up there. Because they they upset take that stuff through the foliage, uh, uptake the uh, weed-free zone up through the foliage. So, so uh, get, go ahead. Does the weed-free zone harm the, the trees? I, I have no, trees that were no. planted just last year. No, 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 no. No, just follow label instructions. Just be careful. No, it's it's not like okay. a... Uh, it's not, it's a, a herbicide that, uh, like in the weed and feed, it's a uh, contact. You worry about it's a contact herbicide, so it gets kills, gets on the foliage. Right. So don't okay. so don't spray the top of those trees. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll avoid that. Uh, back to the grass. For uh, I'm gonna. Is it, in the old days, uh, my my dad would get out there and just chop the lawn as close as possible and pick up all the clippings and is, is it worth all of that work or should I just mow it a couple of times what are you trying to get rid of now just trying just... to get a good lawn going oh oh okay well don't don't cut everything down if you're going to try to spray the herbicide um, right your... right is your is your lawn? I mean, is what's growing? Is San Augustine growing, or Bermuda grass growing, or or it's, is it just it's weeds? Bermuda grass. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bermuda grass. It's and it's grow. It's actually it's actually growing in the middle of the lawn right now because it because it went dormant. Um, that that it's that growing can, in, it's, it's growing in patches. Uh, okay. Of course, the right. side lots yeah. and the paving yeah. stones. But then, smack dab in the middle of the yard, I see areas where it's starting to grow. And then you move over one foot, and it's still asleep. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's that's that bother that's mowing it now or just leave it alone. Well, if you if you if you don't have anything you want trying to spray on the leaf surface, then you can mow it. But if you you know okay. you, it doesn't hurt, yeah. Now, this is the toughest time to have the lawn looking manicured because you got that different growth levels and and uh, all those hot weather grasses like Bermuda and San Augustine are and zoysia are doing exactly the way you described it. Parts of them, parts of the lawn are starting to grow, and other parts are still going to take a while. Right, but you can you can mow it. Okay. Ready? Uh, but but first, I have to spray it for the weeds. Yeah, and then you let yeah. the, you let let the let it act on the weeds. It may it may take a week or ten days. So you have to put up. Don't don't look at the lawn while you're waiting for. Yeah, it. and do you recommend that he cut the lawn as low as possible? Well, he, he, said, Bermuda, he said, with Bermuda. Oh, gosh, yes. yeah. Bermuda, yes. Okay. Okay. But, I have a couple of these. I think they're called pampas grass. They pampas grass way back in the winter. Yes, they're ornamental okay. grasses. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just I got through talking about back. that. I, I'm yeah. sorry, I missed that. I, That's I okay. That's right. Get a soda. Um, should I cut that way back, or should I just now let it let it grow? What does it look like now? Does it have a? Did you cut out all the the stems? Did you take off all the uh, dead dead stems in it? I cut off as much of the dead stuff as I could see, and now I have some little green, like almost like grass-like sprouts coming out of the center of the, the pompous grass. Okay. Okay, how how uh, that's okay. How and uh, no no dead stems left, right? I have some, but I just I don't know how to pull that out of there without harming the rest of the plant. Oh. No, you're not gonna harm the plant. Won't hurt it. Uh, you can uh, we, you we, can we, leave it or leave it if it doesn't look bad because they'll disintegrate. But you know you, you can take it out too if you want. But won't hurt. Yeah. Them. How old is the plant? Uh, it was planted when we bought the house, and that was about a year and a half ago. Okay, so it's a it's a fairly big clump now. If yeah, you don't, it's a big uh, clump. okay. The bottom line is, if you don't have too many dead stems in it, uh, you can just let the green fill in around the dead. Okay. If you have a lot of dead growth in there, uh, then then you just cut it. You cut it it to the ground, uh, or as close as you can. As close as you can to the ground, with a chainsaw or or uh, or hedge clippers or, or whatever you can can utilize to do that. And it will not it will not kill it will not kill the plant. Okay. Even if you uh, cut it down, cut last, it down severely. Last question. All right, what you got? I'll be that. Last one here. I've got uh, trees that were planted at the same time about a year and a half ago, and they're just starting to bud. Should I do any kind of fertilization around the drip line of these trees to kind of stimulate them and get them going? What kind of trees are they? 
You know, I, I have so, four, so. four red oaks, and I have five cedar elms. Yeah, yeah that won't hurt anything. Now you're you'll be mo- you'll be fertilizing your lawn in uh, a month, so you can just wait and just. Put some extra fertilizer yeah. around the trees. Yeah, and especially since they're brand new. They're, I mean, they're, they're probably not slowed down. And then next next uh, fall, you could plant, you could fertilize them again too. You're not okay. you're not going to you're not going to sacrifice a lot of growth, but because you're you're fertilizing the lawn soon, and they'll they'll get some of that nutrient the nutrients. Alrighty. Do you recommend any of the organic fertilizers over the commercial fertilizers? Both work. The ones that's faster and then the cheapest nitrogen sources, like slow release lawn, uh, uh, slow release lawn fertilizer, nineteen five nine. Nineteen five nine. Okay. Yeah, are you are you close to Millburgers? Nursing? I'm not too far away. Okay. Uh, watch the ads, and uh, they'll have their fertilizer on sale. The 1959 slow release fertilizers on sale. Is it on now? No. Okay. I just look. Thanks, Greg. I know it can't be because I just bought some. <laughs> no, so <laughs> they, they always wait. So soon, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Greg. You take care. All right, uh, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Don't forget, we've got the blood drive here till 1.30. Things are moving pretty smoothly out there. so It's flowing can, pretty smoothly. The, the, blood, the line of the blood drive is flowing smoothly. That's very good. Uh, so you can come on out and uh, you'll streaming. move. Streaming. Is it streaming? Oh, no, that just sounds yucky. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, come on out, and uh, you can donate blood. Millburgers will give you a uh, gift certificate, a $10 gift certificate, just for going through the process. Uh, so even if for some reason they say, you know what, no, we, we, you, you're free, you can't get blood this time, Millburgers will still thank you with a $10 gift certificate. And uh, if you can, then the South Texas Blood and Tissue also has nice stuff for you, too. Probably not homemade cookies. Just waiting for that. But uh, something very All nice. kinds of snacks and things. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know what they have this year. I haven't seen uh, anybody walk around with T-shirts or anything yet. But uh, they have all kinds of good snacks and stuff to get you back on your feet. And most importantly, you'll be helping your South Texas neighbors. All right, we're going to take a quick break and uh, get you caught up with what's going on in the news. In the meantime, you call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Wick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. With Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. In fact, sound excited. The nursery is awfully pretty. Uh, all kinds of uh, color here from the red bougainvilleas 
I think that's what those are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they're gorgeous. Uh, to the uh, mountain laurel that's in front of us, that's blooming up a storm, and uh, uh, at home, uh, all through our neighborhood, uh, mountain laurels are looking. I think they look better. And red buds. Yeah, the red buds too. Well, I think the mountain laurels look better than they did last year. I don't know if that's my imagination. I think so too. Well, there you go. Yeah. Two, that's it. Must be right. It huh? must be right. We've got. Two, <laughs> it's, it's unanimous. Well, I think you just missed the most. Important plant, the Whopper begonia. I know. We've been talking about that. It's back here at the nursery. Actually, they're uh, not as nearly as showy right now as they will be in a couple of weeks when they, you get them planted. They're just spectacular. They get uh, really, if you like the regular Semperflorin uh, begonias, they're just a bigger version of that. Much larger leaves, much larger flowers, all the same color combinations, you know, pink and light green leaves and red and light green leaves and then those uh, maroon leaves. Very showy for uh, containers in, in this shade. They do a pretty good job in the uh, sun, too, if you get, get them in now. Uh, just almost as, almost as good as the smaller ones in the in the sun if they get in early. Let's but, see, you try, you've try. you tried Whopper in the, sh- in the uh, ground and in the containers, too, and they both perform yeah, pretty good. Yeah, and I'm going to plant both. Again, in containers. They're in, on sale, Calvin. Yeah, I know. I know. They're not waiting for you. Yeah. And the... Four and uh, a half inch pots, regularly $3, now on sale for 250 And they will... Uh, 248 They will uh, <laughs> really fill... <laughs> I know. He's counting every penny. They, they <laughs> will fill it. a big uh, clay pot, really look nice, and then a half whiskey barrel. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Three of them really fill it up. You could you could get by with one if you wanted, but I like really like the looks of uh, three of them in there. And then then uh, I put them in a in a little garden that's in the middle of the driveway there, and uh, they get they get uh, half a day's sun and they do fine. And you get ten for twenty dollars. Yeah, so surely they meant nineteen ninety nine. No, I think they meant twenty dollars. They meant twenty dollars. I think on that one they did, yeah. And that's a savings of four dollars and eighty (laughs) cents. There you go. Buying them one at a time. And you could probably find a home for all ten of those in your. Oh yeah, easy, yeah. Um, How far apart do you plant yours? Just like regular begonias, Calvin. Or yeah, you can. You give them a little more space. I g- give them a little more space because they look so good as a specimen. Yeah, yeah. Plant, yeah. Uh, and then, but you can, you can uh, with that kind of a price, you can shorten the space a little bit, and you can almost have them walled. Yeah, out. yeah. So you, you know, if you had them in a container as a specimen plant, where they could get full development and all the shape, <coughs> and then in a, a bed. Where they're a little closer together, so you have a, a complete mass. Yeah. Uh, that, gosh, that'd be ideal. They, they, they're good, and they last all all summer. And last year, of course, this year we had that uh, serious freezes, two two long freezes in January. So I don't think very many made it through the winter. But the year before, the, a number of them made it through the winter. Huh. Resprouted at least. Yeah, the, re- the regular begonias will make it through the winter too. The um, they freeze back, but they'll come back from the. Winter. You know what else? The um, 
Blend the lemons, strings. even the lemons, uh, my lemons that got defoliated are... Ooh, they come back? They bu- they've got leaf buds and blooms. Wow. On there. I mean, they're, they're, they're blooming machines, uh, lemons are. The, uh, also, the Mexican limes are uh, starting to bloom. But I was just like the listener that called in the satsumas. I haven't seen blooms on the satsumas yet. I haven't seen satsumas on my Com- uh, blooms on my satsumas. Kumquats and calamundums are blooming. So, so most of the rest, no grape, no grapefruit blooms yet either. I haven't seen. Yeah. Is your um, Belinda's dream blooming? Yeah. Yeah, mine's blooming. Yeah. Big old blooms, and which is the, great. The one that the metabolist is the, the showiest right now. But the, all of them are uh, knockouts starting to bloom. And, yeah, uh, I've seen some pretty knockouts around yeah. town. I say, do you have a grandma yellow? I do. Um, I just I transplanted one. I've got two. I transplanted one. Uh, that's not doing much other than just putting some new foliage on. The other one is is not blooming yet. but Yeah, I think they're a little bit later than Belinda's dream. I think so. Uh, the one... And there, it depends on the year. Sometimes Katie Road will bloom a little faster than Belinda's Dream. Other times it's a little slower. Huh. But generally they're pretty much coincide. My uh, Katie Road is, is blooming a little more than the Belinda's Dream, but all of them are ready for action. I haven't seen anything on the Dudley Cross yet, though. All right, 210-308-8867. Don't forget we got the blood drive going on today until 1.00. 30 so plenty of time for you to come on out and give blood and if you're uh, in line uh, in fact uh, i just heard about uh about top of the hour that there was no line so come on out and uh donate blood here at millburgers 1604 on Boulevardy road help your south texas neighbors out and uh be a be a part of the uh, the successful blood drive they'll have at millburgers i'll give you a ten dollar gift Billy. certificate just for going through the process Billy. and um we uh, and then the Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you too. Frank is on the line two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi Frank, how can we help you today? Hi guys, oh, um, I'm uh, yeah, I live got... out to the Lotus, and um, I have a tree that I suspect may have been planted. I'm not sure. Um, it is a it's a gray. The bark is gray in color. And in the spring, it comes out with the most vivid pink blooms. Uh, and then after that, it's just full of leaves that are, oh, uh, you know, pear-shaped uh, with a light green to green color. And I have no idea what type of tree that is. Uh, it's not a crepe myrtle. It is not a crepe myrtle. Yeah, a red it, bud? it's a... Um got a, a fruit on it uh does it have fruit on it i mean no no sir see it, it does not have it does not have a fruit on it oh hmm. and, no, it's uh, not... i've got i've got neighbors that are uh just constantly asking what type of tree it is and i, I just don't know look the color of the bark was what it's kind Red. of a uh, a, a light uh, uh, gray, gray color, uh, and again, it's not a crepe myrtle. I, I know that. I know the difference. This is uh, and it's um, very vivid pink 
uh, and then they just lose every all the blossoms, and then uh, it's uh, uh, just uh, green leaves throughout the rest of the growing cycle. And is it blooming now? Yes, it's just vivid, totally uh, blooming, and it'll stay that way for about a couple of weeks, and then the then the leaves come out, and that's it. No more no more color. And you don't think it's red bud, or do you think it's well? Oh, the color of the blooms are pinkish, hey. pinkish, vivid pink. Uh, the flat, the yeah, it's got flowers on it that are no okay how big is it a, a tree i'm sorry i missed that is it a tree or what is the yeah oh. it's a tree uh, it's a tree uh, it's uh quite tall um, um a lot of the holly it's uh um i don't know it's not 20 15 20 feet maybe wow uh, it's not a quince is it is a, hey, you, know what a quin, uh, you know what a quince is? No, I don't. Um, has it got a little, has it got kind of rose-like blooms? Yes, absolutely. All right, they're thinking. Yeah, the, 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 that one, the thing that quince does that you're describing, you know, it, some of them have fruit, but uh, a lot of them don't have fruit. Okay. Well, just uh, trying to figure out what it is. And, again, I, I've lived out there for about 18 years, and uh, this is the only tree uh, that I have out there that has any type of color. Everything else is straight uh, oak trees. So it just really... Uh, uh, kind of quit, oh. you know. I was puzzled by it. Buckeye. What are they little? Are they little teeny blooms? Or do you what describe yeah. the blooms? Um, um, Buckeye is my first. Buckeye. Yeah. Does it put on a weird seed Mex- pod? Mexican no, Buckeye. That's about that. Okay. Yeah, Mexican Buckeye, Buckeye is blooming. Okay. Uh, and then there's that uh, there's that little tree that's related to a mountain laurel. Uh, it would have pink blooms. Right now, so Eve's necklace, Sephora, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd look I'll, at the look on look on both of those Eve's necklace and and uh, Mexican Buckeye on the uh, internet or on a resource, and you, you okay. should be able to recognize it. Those would both be native type things. You could find them anywhere. Okay. Well, listen, guys. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks for care. calling. Thanks, Let, Frank. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And Trace is up on the porch with us. How'd you find time to come up here? I made time. Okay, uh, <laughs> man, it's busy today. It's uh, it's great. This yeah, absolutely. Thing is working out great. Good. Um, not really any lines, uh, and everybody's everybody's able to shop. and, and uh, uh, The hormones are flowing. Huh? They are. Gardening, gardening hormones. They're kicked in. So we had an excellent uh, vegetable garden seminar with David. I understand yeah. he came up and talked he, with you all a little he bit. He did. He did. He already told us how excellent it was. Yes. Yeah, so I'm glad to hear you. Goodness. I mean, he couldn't stop talking about how excellent it was. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, if, what a great job if he it did. Grow, if uh, it grows, he knows. He knows. If it grows, he knows. <laughs> So it was good. We are still working on the blood drive. I believe they're out there for another forty-five minutes. Or Milton so. says it's streaming. The blood is flowing. The line is moving very fast. Charles uh, is our spotter out there, and he said that it's moving. And uh, at the top of the hour, he said there was nobody. 
Um, they were they had gotten everybody in and out, so no line. So that goes on until one thirty. All right, so we got a lot of new stuff in this week, and I'm assuming when y'all came in, y'all uh, were y'all blinded by the bougainvilleas? No, oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Were, killers, huh? all kinds of colors of bougainvilleas. So if you suffered during the winter, or maybe didn't make it through the winter, we've got some beautiful ones to replace them with. A, little, a uh, few whoppers. We do have whopper begonias, uh, and they're on sale. Yeah. Uh-huh. We've got uh, drift roses came in this week, knockout roses. We've, find, we've got a hold of some Esperanza. Oh, we needed to ask. Metabolus you got, right? There's Metabolus. Yeah. Uh, there's a few Belinda's Dream out there. Um, do you remember how much it cost, the Metabolus cost? I believe they were $20. $20? so. Because we had a they're just blooming gangbusters out on the on the landscapes, and uh, she she uh, had one years ago, and she remembered it. And it's a, ni- a nice plant, a really tough plant. So we loaded up on vegetables this week, obviously for the vegetable seminar. But uh, we you hit it on the uh, hit it on the head, buddy. We we've got if you want it and it's a vegetable, we probably have it. <laughs> now somebody wanted eggplant. I told them that was probably uh, a little well, too quick. There was some out there, so I'll have to go see if it's still there. Uh, they, they might have put it in the greenhouse. That wind was pretty bad for them. Uh, I doubt y'all seen it because I didn't bring it up here, but our new bag of 1959 has arrived. Good. It is a. It is the same ratio. It's still custom made for us, four percent iron and all that. But now it's in a pretty Millburgers bag. All right. Yeah. So the bag. The they ba- got your picture on there or what? No. We no. He said it was a pretty bag. We thought about oh. putting Charles on there, but. <laughs> so that means that the old bag that I used for the program this morning is out of date the f- the fertilizer is great <laughs> the bag was a little behind the times and so now it's a spiffy new bag yep a great new bag and uh, has the better uh, instructions so uh, good for trees shrubs vegetables are on there now good. Um, everything about it's better even more spreader settings oh wow so um, definitely take advantage of that that's a great one for for doing vegetables as well as uh, your grass eventually and then have I know that y'all are real proud. Uh, it's either came in this week or next week, and that's of the organic fertilizer. Well, we're gonna f- we'll know more on Wednesday. There okay. Was, there was a little shortage on cottonseed meal. Okay. And I think they fixed that. So uh, soon we okay, will we'll have our you. own organic fertilizer. Yeah, All with right. some special stuff in it too. So it's kind of exciting. So what special the, stuff? The well, we know it's got cottonseed meal in it. So well, I can't. It's micro some micro micronutrients. Yes, microrhizomes. Yeah, Maybe so. Anyway, that's what we need. Is Milton explaining the? Yeah, you don't want this at all. Organic fertilizer. So anyway, it's coming. Alrighty, and then because I interrupted you there. So what else is going on? Um. Well, let's see. Yeah, you have got tycoon tomatoes, right? We do have some tycoon tomatoes, yes. Not not uh, an abundance, but we do have uh, a good selection. How okay, about that? Good. How about these these one gallons out here? Are they oh, uh, they're the good. whole round? Beautiful. Are there all of our re- recommended varieties, or are there's most of them? There, there's a couple of uh, of ones that uh, that still produce well that may not be on. Are they? Uh, uh, there's celebrity out there. Yep, there should be celebrity and dwarf cherry surprise. Uh, four four four. Uh, I don't believe there was tycoon in that though. I'm not the, uh, our the uh, cat. Uh, 
Valley Cat. Code resistant. Yeah, Valley Cat. Yeah, I started with Valley Cat and Bobcat. I'm not sure if they're still there. I'd have to go put my eyeballs on. I happened to be over at uh, Producers the uh, other day, and I saw some uh, small, I'm talking about two to three inch tall, tycoon uh, tomatoes in gallons. Okay, so we're, so we're going to have, we'll have some that of those. In about two, three weeks. Yeah. Sun so, stays out like this, maybe sooner. Yeah, sooner. Yeah, they need they need sun to grow. Uh, our pepper deal. I'm kind of getting discouraged. No, don't get discouraged. Make it happen. We've got <laughs> the Ms. Ms. Nether is uh, from Junction. My gardener up there uh, sent us some seed of uh, uh, Joe and. Uh, the largest jalapeno on earth. That's what Lejo stands for. And uh, so we we did get good germination out of that seed. Right. So uh, we got that one, and then we've got the uh, a hot Lejo. We've got a mild Lejo, uh, the one's called Lejo, and then we've got a jalapeno that's about that size, maybe a little smaller, but uh, it's hot. Those those two out of the four that came up, the two that didn't come up, was Rio Grande Go and uh, the Parsons Potent Chili Penguin. So we're keeping that. We're hoping they'll come up a little bit later, but that's going to throw our timing off. Uh, and we're going to try a new. We had another batch of uh, Rio Grande Gold tea oh, good. that we're going to try. So we're having germination problems. Oh, it's but it's that's typical of collected seed. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, one of the reasons I had a I new question asked of me yesterday on peppers that I hadn't heard before. Okay. I had a gentleman asked me for a mild habanero. Really? Why? Why? I mean, why do you believe it or not? <laughs> he says he loves the habanero, but it's just a little. Too oh, I guess I guess habanero not. does have a pretty distinctive yeah. flavor. So, believe it or not, A and M came out with one. Really? Oh, wow! Well, I told him well, how to control it a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, well if if it's grown in an alkaline situation, it's going to be hotter than if it's grown in an acidic situation. That's what they all say. Why you? Who is they all? The internet. Those guys? Uh, <laughs> no, that's wrong. Uh, the what makes it hot, a hot pepper hotter is if it develops. If the, if the pepper hot weather. <laughs> yeah, if the if the pepper develops in uh, warm hot temperatures, it tends to be hotter. The and more capsaicin okay. generate, but. Uh, so that's why a lot, a lot of our pepper, like uh, Church's Chicken and, and uh, Bill Miller and all that, but the jalapenos they use are sort of on the mild side because they get them from uh, the higher elevations uh, in Mexico. That's where those peppers come from. Hmm. Jalapenos come from. Now, I, I, you know, I said the habanero is, is any flavor. If it's anything hotter than uh, the jalapeno, I don't. I can't detect. You no, know, so no, hot, no, it's so no. hot that I can't detect the flavor. But jalapenos, 
You know, the mild is really a tasty yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, to me, if it doesn't make me sweat, it's not hot enough. Yeah. Uh, do you have peppers out there yet? We do have some peppers. Okay. Yes. Do you have, because occasionally we get questions about. i got some ghost peppers in. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. I knew that's where you were going. Okay. So we do have the scaldingly hot, the oh my gosh peppers. As far as your cooking yeah. pleasure, man. Not for me. <laughs> no, my, my tummy can't take it. Cool. What else is going on, Trace? Uh, that, that's it. Please come on out. Yeah. Uh, we got lots of colors so we can fix up your yards. What's the next holiday? Oh, East, Easter, Easter soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Easter, and then we've got uh, Fiesta coming. So you definitely need to get start to decorate so that your backyard looks great for those cookouts. And uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Get going now. All right. Thank you, sir. we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Okay, you've been waiting, waiting, waiting to buy your spring tomatoes. Well, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers because you're going to find them in the four and a half inch pot for just a dollar and ninety nine. And these are varieties that have been chosen because they do well in this area. For instance, you can get Celebrity 444, Sweet Cherry, Valley Cat, and the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright and more at Millburgers right now again in the four and a half inch pot for just a dollar ninety nine. Every week, people ask us about the Whopper Begonia. When is the Whopper going to be here? We have the Whopper in the four and a half inch pot. Now, just two forty eight or ten for twenty dollars. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on geraniums or petunias and blue plumbago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one gallon container for just four eighty eight. And how about mountain laurels? You see them blooming around town, aren't they gorgeous? You'll find them on sale in the five gallon container for just eighteen eighty eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four. Boulevardy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands, then at night gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit 930amtheanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. That's 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The overriding message from this year's Academy Awards, we've learned our lesson. Responding to the hashtag MeToo movement and reports of erotic exploitation and sexism, presenters and Oscar winners frequently alluded to the scandal and made sanctimonious pledges to crack down on wrongdoers. After complaints in recent years about scant Oscar attention to people of color, numerous black and Hispanic celebrities appeared on stage and Latinos won some of the most important Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Foreign Language Film. 
film. And after last year's epic snafu with Warren Beatty announcing the wrong Best Picture winner this year, he received the right envelope. Despite such improvements, a long predictable ceremony with no blockbusters in serious contention yielded the worst TV rating in Academy history. Have key lessons really been learned? Time will tell. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. But let me give you another number, 210-656-3721. Because if you've got bugs running around the house, roaches or ants, or you've got spiders or scorpions or rats, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah, well, you got a problem. And Spider-Man, <laughs> pest control, I didn't say even and. You may have more than one of those. you got a problem in Spider-Man. And pe- or. Huh? Yes, and or, all these things. Let Spider-Man, pest control come help you. Warren, Remy, and Spider-Man, pest control have been doing this since 1976. They are your web of protection from Spider-Man, pest control. Oh. Warren Remy and his crew will come on out, take a look at the situation, help you decide on the best way to handle it, because they can do it either organically or synthetically. They'll kind of give you some options, and then they'll take care of it. They'll also look around to see kind of what's causing it to begin with, and maybe they'll have you patch up something or uh, help you with that. Maybe they're coming in a, a weep hole or something. Uh, so Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control making so many folks happy throughout San Antonio with great pest control services. Again, the number, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And Mike is on the line with a pepper question. Hey, Mike, pepper us with questions. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. What's going I, on? I, I, I got. I just caught the tail end of what, what Jerry was talking about a while ago on, uh, on germinating peppers. Uh, I'd walked outside for a few minutes. Anyway, uh I, I have, I've had a lot of trouble this year, and, you know, in, in the past, you know, I, I usually, I mean, I know y'all don't use any bottom heat or anything, and I know that they're not easy to get started, but uh, I've made, you know, three or four attempts, and, you know, I've got like one or two coming up. However, I did stop by there last Sunday and picked up uh, a pepper uh, that I used to, uh, when I was stationed in California, uh, they used to have a restaurant as an appetizer. It's called Chachito. Uh, it's really good pepper. And I put uh, put those in, and I've got a, a little uh, uh, flat or a little uh, star, uh, four pack, and six of the eight that I put in, put in there has come up. But I really uh, haven't had any luck, uh, you know, getting germination. And what was Jerry saying something about the seed uh, not being fresh? Well, uh, pe- pepper seed, it has, they have a dormancy. They're, yeah, they're unpredictable. They have a seed dormancy, the patines do especially. Uh, yeah. They have a seed dormancy, which a lot of people say uh, on your patines, if you freeze them 
and then and then uh, thaw them out. Then thaw them out. Do uh, you get better germination? I, uh, but the, the seed doesn't seem to want to store very long. In other words, you can't keep it very long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where did yeah, did you save your own seed, or did you buy that off a seed rack, or what? Well, now I, I stopped in there last week, like I say, and picked up those ones, and 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 you know I've I got you know six out of eight that I put in. Oh, that but, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, but the other seed, Jerry, I've been just kind of been saving, you know, and some of them are really old. I mean, some of them are, you know, uh, I was looking on some of the packages back to, you know, twelve and 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 fourteen, you know, four four or five years old, but. Uh, I was just wondering because I knew it, it's, it seemed like it stayed cooler this winter. And, you know, I just put them on top of the refrigerator uh, to start them. But it just doesn't seem like I had trouble in the past like I've had this year. Uh, you know, and I know well, Biden need help. Uh, yeah. And, and they are unpredictable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, generally, generally I have, we have trouble saving pepper seed for more than two years. Yeah, it, okay. it all depends. How did you extract the seed? Did you uh, water extract it, or did you uh, no, scrape just, it out I with a kinda, scrape yeah, it out with a spoon or something? Yeah, I just kind of take them and lay them out on a paper towel. And and the reason is, uh, I've got I had this one pepper, Jerry. I don't know. It was a long sweet pepper, and you know my wife's the biggest kid in the world. She'd got some seed. Uh, but they were giving away to kids at McDonald's a couple of years ago. And <laughs> it, yeah, oh yeah. It, anyway, and she knew, you know, I'd like that. So uh, I got one in particular, but they were bell pepper seeds. But it came out a long sweet pepper. And I've seen, you know, some similar in packages. But boy, you talk about production. I mean, that thing, you know, I had two or three plants, and I mean, I, I sent. I sent peppers off to, you know, North Texas and, and, and East Texas, both of my kids and grandkids for, you know, I, I probably sent a bushel of peppers off and had plenty for us and friends and neighbors as well. Uh, and if I could, you know, I've got plenty of the seed. Uh, I just, you know, I'd like to get a couple more of those and maybe I'll try to start some more, you know. Yeah, I, I would I, just start some more and, and, uh, use an abundance of, in other words, sow it pretty thick, and yeah, uh, yeah. and count count on the percentages. In other words, uh, sure. Uh, since it's slowing, it's uh, you're having trouble germinating. You got a hundred seeds, twenty percent germination yeah, is yeah. yeah. That that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, like I say, this is about my third or fourth attempt, and you know, I started. I always start early. And yeah, put, how, you know, how how are you doing them? Are you putting them in a potting mix, a moist potting yeah, mix? Yeah, just in potting mix and, and little, you know, six packs, and then just putting them on top of the refrigerator and spraying them with a little, you know, spray bottle. Okay, try uh, and you you're putting putting them in in the actual six pack containers, right? Yeah, just some old ones that I save. Yeah, yeah. Try getting some potting mix. Some regular potting mix, maybe mix some perlite, uh, half and half perlite, okay. and uh, and uh, put them in a in a tray, you know, where the tray in a little open uh, tray, 
little 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 tray that's about uh, three or four inches deep. Okay. And and get the potting mix moist. The potting mix moist, and sow the pepper right on top of the right on top of the ground, right on top of the okay. soil. You can okay. you can press it in a little bit, but not very much. And then uh, put that put that tray in a uh, a plastic bag. Plastic no bag, yeah. yeah. Produce produce a little a terrarium. Of course, you yeah, want to keep know, it out. Of the, you want to keep it out of the sun, of course. But you, yeah. you keep the humidity's high in there, and they germinate. Have a better chance of germinating. Well, you know that that's what I did the last couple of years, and uh, and I tried it this year both ways, and uh, I just I just didn't have any luck. But like I say, you know, I, I, my wife is it's a little lady, Crofty Millburgers over there in a nursing home. I took over there last Sunday and dropped her off, and I stopped by there and got a pack of those uh, shishito, which is okay. really high-producing little pepper. And it, you know, in, in those, you know, I got six out of eight, you know, of those. I just, uh, I don't know yeah. if it's been colder, you know, if it's been colder this year. or So, so keep, it sounds like you were testing yourself. Yeah. I, yeah. Keep, well, the, I keep my it, thermostat down. Hell, you know how us frugal gardeners are. We got we to gotta, yeah. <laughs> pinch everything we we can, but but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I just it's, had defi- it's definitely been it's definitely been cooler and cloudier, yeah. and yeah. Uh, th- th- that's yeah. why we asked uh, Trace a while ago. Did did he have any peppers out there? Because right. uh, right. uh, you know the tomatoes come about three weeks or three weeks before the peppers come. Ahead of the peppers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because of the of the uh, warm soil temperatures. Right, right. So anyway, okay. I, I, I just say we're we're all like a, like I was saying earlier with real grandy gold and uh, chili patine. Yeah, uh, I missed that. We're ha- we're that's have right. yeah, we're having uh, no germination. Out of those, oh, okay. but it's old. It's old seed. Now that yeah, the chi- yeah, the chi- the uh, the uh, patine seed are last year's seed that I extracted. Yeah, uh, and huh. so uh, I don't know why it's not. I'm like you. I don't know why it's not coming up. But the real grande gold seed is older. Well, so I can explain we, that. We've got in past years. Sometimes Jerry's been faced with the same thing, and then they re. Try it, yeah, or even yeah. go to an older seed source, and suddenly everything's everything germinating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Well, that that's what's got me confused this year because this year's really been different than you know in the past yeah. three or four. So, okay, don't give but, up uh, on it, and and keep keep seeding them. Yeah, Good yeah, luck. because like I say, that one Jerry, that thing put out. I mean. I you almost get a bushel of uh, a little long sweet peppers off of one plant, and it's just a, I don't know what the strain is. You know that they were originally supposed to be bell peppers out of the little yeah. field they gave away at McDonald's. But boy, I tell you what, you talk about a producing pepper. You know, if I could get one and one or two of them going, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm not gonna give up. There you go. Keep trying. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. Thanks, Thanks. for calling. All right. Thanks, 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, taking a look at, uh, oh, just a reminder, the daylight uh, 
Yes, daylight savings begins. Daylight savings. Let's see, if I forget, what does that mean, tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's show. I'll be late? Yeah. I'll be early. You'll be late. I'll be late. I think so, because we lose an hour. There you go. So if you got here at noon, <laughs> yeah. I'll really Wait. be getting there at be one. Yeah. Yeah. Spring, spring forward. Spring yeah. forward. Right. So it would be 1 o'clock instead of noon. Yeah, you'll be late. So don't be late. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If I'm late, y'all call. If I don't show up on time, y'all give me a call. Tilly and I and, and Calvin will do the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll call and remind you. Okay. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Can we ask your question on the air? Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are those from here? No. Oh, okay. But, you know, I forgot those Merced down there. At, uh... I was going to ask you. All right, 210-308-8867. Somebody, somebody brought us Mercedes like this down in Floresville. Hey, let's take a quick break, and we'll uh, we'll get all this statement out. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Okay, you've been waiting, waiting, waiting to buy your spring tomatoes. Well, now's the time to head on over to Millburgers because you're going to find them in the four and a half inch pot for just a dollar ninety nine. And these are varieties that have been chosen because they do well in this area. For instance, you can get Celebrity 444, Sweet Cherry, Valley Cat, and the 2018 Rodeo Tomato Sunbright. And more at Millburgers right now, again, in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for just $1.99. Every week, people ask us about the Whopper Begonia. When is the Whopper going to be here? We have the Whopper in the four-and-a-half-inch pot, now just two forty-eight or 10 for $20. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on geraniums or petunias. And Blue Plumbago, this Texas superstar, is on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. And how about mountain laurels? You see them blooming around town. Aren't they gorgeous? You'll find them on sale in the five-gallon container for just eighteen eighty-eight at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. UIWI Institute and the Diabetes and Glandular Disease Club present the 2018 Easter Egg Stravaganza Saturday, March 24th at Trader's Village on Southwest Loop 410. Four hunts with different age groups with 20,000 eggs to be found. Also have great door prizes and you can have your picture taken with the Easter Bunny. It's the Easter Egg Stravaganza sponsored in part by Rainbow Play Systems, Gary Jobcourt, and Thomas J. Henry. For complete details, go to 930amtheanswer.com Homeowners, you know all too well in San Antonio, we get damaging hail. That hail can wreck not only your roof, but other parts of your home. Did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hagendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hegendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985. And the incredible results speak for themselves. But check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and read testimonials of happy customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio is damaged by hail, call Deck 
Deck and Patio Care right now at 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. It was supposed to be a blue wave. The primaries in Texas Tuesday were going to show the country and the world voters are fed up with Donald Trump and ready to return Democrats to power. The media said so. Democrats said so. Same thing. Experts said so. Except it didn't happen. And when it didn't happen, it was difficult to find a story that said so in the media or among experts or the Democrats were wrong as they were in the 2016 election. Republican voter turnout set a record. Democrat voters were up too, but it wasn't a wave, just a ripple. Democrats took solace that two Hispanic women were nominated for congressional seats. Senator Ted Cruz, who was supposed to be anathema to Texas voters, easily won renomination. Once again, the liberal narrative failed to develop. That doesn't mean it will change. Look for it to be recycled leading up to the general election. It doesn't matter how many times pollsters and the rest of the left are wrong. Their predictions have become wishful thinking. Keep that in mind as you watch what used to be called news on broadcast networks and major newspapers, which increasingly look like propaganda. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Are you getting any blue bonnet reports from people? And well, my... I've got one blue bonnet booming. Right. I, didn't, I didn't think I had any, and then, of course, you see the one booming, and then over there there's a kind of a cluster of them, so... yeah. Yeah, I'll show you the picture of our field of blue bonnets. It's incredible. What there color two, is yours? Two or three. Blue? Uh, yeah, dark. dark They're dark. kind of a purple blue. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, these were the ones from the six-and-a-half-inch pots they had here. And, uh, Mine are old, uh, old population. Yeah, look at that. I mean, that's as far as the eye can see. Oh, yeah. See? Look at that. That's blue. That's yeah. pretty blue. Yeah. yeah. Yours are bluer than mine. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's, a, uh, it's, not, a com- it's not a competition, Calvin. No, <laughs> <laughs> my uh, our my volunteer group went out Thursday, and uh, to Rogan. We're yeah. in, the, in the Rogan. Ooh, that's savage. Now. And uh, this is this is about this is about the first time that I've used volunteers to rogue them because uh, they usually uh, can't bring themselves to pull them. Yeah. They, can't, they disappear while they're <laughs> while they're going to bring them into their vehicle or find now, a container. Now, that store. did happen. That did happen with one of my volunteers uh, wanted wanted the, the pinks and the reds. And so they by the she got there before the rest of our group got there, and she had already filled her trunk up with the plants that she'd pulled. <laughs> and uh, I, I used to tell them they won't have time to get established and they won't make seed. But I've, uh, I also said the same thing about larkspur, and they proved me wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure on the blue bonnets that... Uh, that they're not going to have time to get established and 
produce a, fi- a seed crop. But, you know, they they like to grow things. and uh, Well, they don't like to rogue. The, yeah. That's not, that's not a... It's not a satisfying uh, occupation, unless you think of the three years, four years from now, these beautiful color that you're going to have. Yeah. Target color. Yeah. Uh, Now, the problem we're having, uh, our difficulty we're having this year is that that we've got some purple in with the uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. Uh, which when 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 you and, and you know we originally called that Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue cobalt, so that's almost a dark purple. It's it's so blue it's it looks like a dark purple. So we're tr- we're trying to go through there and uh, get the uh, pur- dark purple out of the uh, of the Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. Now that's harder to do. Yeah, pretty and, sophisticated. Uh, but we have to do it now because the uh, you you want to get them when the when the first bloom appears, and uh, so and so that you give more room to the ones that you want to grow. So if you rogue in yours now, now the reason we rogue or the reason we pull out the colors that we don't want is because they're they're highly cross-pollinated the bees and you'll see a lot of bees out there with in your blue bonnets and they're they're bee pollinated uh it took us years to figure out that uh because i said well you know a garden bean a garden pea uh that would grow garden peas are self-pollinated but they've been uh, sophisticated and, and bred uh, for so many years that they're now self-pollinated. Uh, whereas blue bonnets are, are wild, close to the wild pea, and uh, they they have to be cross-pollinated. They have cross-pollination, and uh, we said we said this for years, and then they, we put the uh, Dr. Wayne McKay used to be our uh, county our Research horticulturist in uh, Dallas and and developed the uh, the Big Ben lupine as a cut flower. Uh, he he hand pollinated uh, the blue bonnets in a greenhouse. And the, those those lupines for cut flowers have to be grown in a greenhouse. And so uh, he 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 noticed, and I've got pictures. Uh, right up and down a stalk of blue bonnets that the ones that he cross-pollinated, hand-pollinated, set seed. The ones that, and, and the, the little spot in there turned turned uh, red. You know, everybody says, why does the spot in the, in the middle of the blue bonnet flower turn red? Well, years ago, <laughs> uh, that's what uh, Carol Abbott. Somebody asked asked him that on on the where on the, doing an article, and Carol out of the top of his head, he said, "Well, that's after they've been blue. That's after they've been pollinated." And Carol used to laugh and say, "He didn't know. He he didn't know." But that that's not like he was right. He, that that, that spot yeah. turns. <laughs> 
turns of blue or red when uh, after they've been pollinated. And uh, Dr. McCabe showed that in the greenhouse. Like I said, it's so dramatic, I've got even got pictures of it in, uh, showing that the ones that had been pollinated turned that color and uh, the ones that hadn't stayed white. Ginger's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Ginger. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, Milton. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. It's a pretty day. It is. I was out at Sanix earlier and uh, was driving home, and I was listening to you guys. I wanted to call and tell Calvin I have seven pairs of Purple Martins, uh, and I have five hummingbirds. Wow. What kind of hummingbirds do you know? I've got the black chin and ruby throat. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the migrants yeah. coming in then. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wrote so, next uh, next Saturday is my column, so I you verify good. I made a good prediction. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've got three pairs of Martins, and I'm a little disappointed because they were like 10 days ago. I got the three pairs, and I was just getting all set, you know, for getting full. I haven't got any. I've still got just the three pairs, so I'm hoping that they'll well, get they're more. They're still coming, but you know... Kelvin, on two of my two individual birds, the right wings are have a big wide streak of white, and I've the, never the, noticed that before. Have you? Well, not you know, not just the no, uh, <laughs> you know, the females have, of course, are lighter, but but the, uh-huh. you're saying it's a it's a distinctive. Some and individual birds have some kind of a distinctive white mark. Yeah, two of them, just two. Huh. And uh, I was, it, it, they look almost like they've been in a hurricane. I mean, they, their wings are all beat up, kind of. And I just wonder if they're having some bad weather when they're trying to come up here this year. Could be. Could, Could be. be. And that may be why you're, you haven't got yours yet. They're struggling. Well, it's especially disappointing because I put up two—I put up two brand new houses, and uh, and of, co- oh, wow. of course the my three pairs—they picked the old dilapidated uh. steel <laughs> steel house, and then there's nothing but English English sparrows in all my new aluminum. There you houses. go. Well, you just put up English oh. sparrow houses. But you know, I, I believe that we have some that come back to where they left. I oh, think yeah. they come back to their old house. Yeah, uh, so Bill. He, yeah, uh, Bird, Birds Unlimited. He he swears that that's t- true. I think you're right. I think so. And yeah. so, see, your old renters are returning. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I every every hour or so I look out there to see if if the new ones have come. Of course, you, you you know they just move in, or you you can hear them sometimes. They're they're quite noisy. Yeah. But the, yeah. usually you just notice them sitting out there or they're, they're squabbling with the sparrows a bit to get uh, decide who oh, gets yeah. which side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Sounds <laughs> That's good, fun. Ginger. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to let you know, Kelvin. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Ginger. You take care. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. 
I'm amazed at people wanting to eat things out of their yard. Okay. That is not a that is not a good thing, whether it be mushrooms or oh. wild onions. Oh. <laughs> Both of those that can can mess you up big time. I didn't realize that that I, I never thought of the uh, wild onions as being a a threat, but Neil makes sure makes yeah. it sound like it. It's a uh, Neil Spear got a question in uh, this this week. He said, "My lawn smells like onions when I mow it. It has a grassy-looking weed that I think is a cul- culprit. Are those edible in any way? And if not, how can I get rid of them?" <laughs> People are amazing how they want to eat stuff out of the yard, which is kind of dangerous. And Neil Neil jumps right in the middle of him and said. Do not attempt to eat wild onions or any of their relatives from your lawn. There are deadly members in that family that you, that you might get confused with your onions. So it's not worth it. And besides that, they're, they're little old things anyway and very, very pungent. So, uh, and then he talked about as eliminate, for eliminating wild onions in the lawn, apply a broadleaf weed killer spray. Containing 2,4-D. I don't know if I uh, desire a uh, uh, weed-free zone contain 2,4-D. I think it does, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so, too. I think, uh, oh, he, I was thinking that one of the image products take those onions. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. I think it does, too. And the one, the same product that takes Nutsedge. Hmm. So you can look, look on the label. It's always... You gotta, you gotta, go. and especially now, there's so many versions of each of those herbicides. Yeah. Uh, the old, the old Roundup is not the old Roundup. You gotta look and make sure it's not one of the, the newfangled versions. You got additions to. Yeah. It. Uh, then, then, then we get the old question we always get about uh, planting a hedge for privacy behind our house. What are my best choices for plants that will grow 8 to 12 feet tall and stay nice and dense? If it flowers, that would be great. Uh, and uh, as, as Neil, Neil says, he's, he's confessed that he's a big advocate for hollies. Me too. They're, they're just practically bulletproof. Well, but, they're very attractive. Yeah. And you really... On most hedge situations, even specimen plants, you don't have to prune them. They're, uh, right. they're so dis- such disciplined growers. It says uh, types like uh, willow leaf, also known as needlepoint, but don't let that scare you away. Nellie R. Stevenson and uh, Stevens and Oakland hollies are among our finest uh, medium to large evergreen hollies. The first two bear uh, large quantities of red berries each winter, although although there's a symmetry and elegance to the Oakland, Oakland uh, holly that sets it apart. So, again, uh, uh, you can't beat hollies. And he lists some other things, which I'm not even going to go into, because I think hollies is by far the best best choice for our, our anything holly. And just get the standard type if you want them to get uh, 8 to 12 feet tall. Yeah, the standard Burford is a, it's a good, really good choice. Yeah. 
And again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. left, Milton? Not much time, about a couple minutes. Uh, what else do we want to cover? You got anything you want uh, to do? We didn't mention Kevin's article in today's paper. He talks about uh, fertilizing and aeration. aerating and... And top dressing. Top dressing. Yeah, now is the time. Uh, Jerry always tells that story of poo-pooing the top dressing until Malcolm put a pile. Malcolm Beck put a pile of, <laughs> on his lawn and just left it there, and it all, or, or Jerry moved it to get yeah. out of the way. And the next thing you knew, he had this <laughs> green area within the regular dormant lawn that would stop my lawn, stop my lawnmower. I had a ride lawnmower. And every time I'd go through that that spot, the grass was so, so thick, thick and dense, it would literally stop the lawnmower for for a year or two after that. And that so it's a residual yeah. effect. And uh, of course, the organic material doesn't last long in our soil. This is one big compost pile. Right. Uh, the only way you can get it down on the roots of uh, a lawn is if you aerate and top dress afterwards. It's an easy easy uh, job. Uh, you only put a half inch on, and even Milton can aerate. <laughs> you don't want me to aerate. <laughs> All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Thanks to everybody that came out and donated blood. And, uh, thanks to everybody that came out and saw David Rodriguez. We appreciate you. Uh, check out MillburgerNursery.com for more information about upcoming events. And as always, we'll tell you about them as well. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Alcario doing a great job getting all your calls on the air, and of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you back here at Millburgers tomorrow on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.